Do you have an unexpected story to tell or know someone who does? We'd love to have you on the pod. Please apply at please don't tell anyone pod at gmail.com or follow our application link in bio of our Instagram, please don't tell anyone pod or TikTok account. And then all of a sudden, I just get these sex pouring in on his laptop. Like nudes? Uh-huh. Of this 62-year-old woman. Hey, and thanks for coming back to Please Don't Tell Anyone. I'm Molly Clark, your host, and this is the podcast where you hear unexpected stories by ordinary people. I go and blind to all my interviews so that I can hear the story firsthand just like you. Please don't tell anyone. I said, please don't tell anyone. Don't tell, I said, don't please tell. don't tell anyone. Please don't tell anyone. Don't tell, I said, don't please don't tell. don't tell anyone. I said, please don't tell anyone. Don't tell, Begin, don't please. Tell. Don't tell anyone. Hey, I'd love to be on your podcast to tell a story about my 22. She's 22, who's writing this or was. And ex-husband, who was 24, cheating on me with a 62-year-old woman. No one in my family knew we were married, so I literally could not tell anyone. And it's honestly the craziest story. LOL. (laughs) Yeah. Well, okay, I have to be honest with you. I mean, I then stalked your Instagram because you're public. And it looks like you're married in it to somebody. Is that the guy that we're about to talk about? Absolutely not. Okay. I was like... (laughs) Oh my god. No. Yeah, no. My husband, he considers like what like this the, when the story I'm telling my past life, me and my husband recently just had a baby. So it this Yeah, happened. I saw that. So I was like, "Oh my god." Like I was sitting with my girlfriend when we were looking at two dates ago and we were like, "This guy cheated on her." And then he's okay with her coming on this podcast and not being anonymous. Like this is yeah no definitely not but i am what you call a clown so i did try to work it out with him after that but we'll get to that we'll get to that so you wanted to preface this yes i do want to preface this by saying i am not here to kink shame Mm -hmm. anyone and be who you are and be into what you're into but Mm -hmm. don't be married and be a cheater. <laughs> yeah. So Kylie would like it known. She is not a kink shamer. However, with all that said, here's the story. Okay. So how old are you now? I am about to be 25. Okay. You're about to be 25. I'm 25. So this wasn't too long ago. Like 22 doesn't seem that crazy long ago at all. Mm-mm. Let's start with the first half, which, or sorry, the second half, which is your family didn't know you were married. Yeah. So I have like... I'm very impulsive. I've been trying to, like, tone that down a little bit after I, like, realized, like, these huge mistakes that I made. I met this guy at a wedding, and I had just turned 21, and I was solely going to this wedding to get as hammered as I possibly could. And was this in Texas? I I guess I didn't tell my audience. You're in Texas. Yes. And it was one of my really good friends who I played volleyball with and her husband was a Marine. One of his groomsmen, I am five foot 11. Mm -hmm. So like when I go places, I just look for tall men. Of course. Yeah. So I found this guy and he was the only guy there that was like pretty much taller than me. And Mm -hmm. so like, I just like, in my drunken state, just kept, like, making eye contact with them, like, from across, like, the venue. Uh And so he finally came up and talked to me, and I just immediately started making out with him. Nice. Yeah, that was that. And Was this a, wait, I'm just curious, was this, like, a classy wedding, though? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. 
Yeah. <laughs> Got it. And you were just doing like a make out on the dance floor type of thing. Like, yeah. Dance floor. And so um, we exchanged phone numbers um, and we chatted a little bit. He lived in Virginia and I was um, going to college. I played volleyball at the University of Texas at Arlington. So I was in Arlington, Texas. He was in Virginia. And we just kind of kept in touch a little bit. I started, like, kind of dating this other guy, so I kind of ghosted him. But mm-hmm. then we, like, started talking back up again. He came to Arlington, and we started dating. And everything was really good at first. Like, he was, like, really funny, like, really charming. Like, That's just how seemed- all these stories start. Literally. It's never like, just- like he was an asshole and I fell completely head over heels it's always the good the good ones that go bad (laughs) it's always the good ones so he was so sweet so nice like just had like such a good personality played the guitar like I just like was falling for him and um so he came to Arlington we started dating long distance did your parents know that you were dating this guy at this point yes okay they did know we were dating my mom will tell you that she never liked him Mm -hmm. she met him once before me and him got married and Mm -hmm. that's nuts to me because me and my parents are like extremely close yeah so um this was during volleyball season two so this was like October of 2019 when we like were starting to like rekindle a little bit okay so well how long did you date before you got engaged five months okay so yeah I mean it kind of like just hooking up at the wedding this was all very spur of the moment Yes, very, very impulsive. How did he propose? So the thing is, is we got married before he proposed because he is in the military Mm -hmm. and that's what you do, I guess. (laughs) Military dudes are so horny to get married. It's like a whole other world, it seems like. Yeah, for sure. I don't know that world, but it does seem that that is the narrative that they they do tie the (laughs) knot young. Yes. Like we had plans to move in together after I graduated and I was graduating May of 2020. A great time to graduate college. Terrible. Oh God. But that ties into the story too. So we were hanging out come January Mm -hmm. of 2020. We just went to the courthouse and got married. I didn't tell my parents because they would have been pissed. Back up for a second. What was the gap between let's get married and going to a courthouse? So when you're in the military, you basically get paid to have a wife. And so we were like saving money in order for us to like live together after. So we just were like, I mean, it's going to happen one day. Why not just do it now? But I didn't tell my mom that. Did you, were you in love with him? Like. I felt like I was. Yeah. I now know that I wasn't, but I, I really felt like I was. And I was like, it was so spontaneous. It was so fun. Like, it just felt, like, exciting. Infatuation, yeah. Before we continue, like, if because I'm just thinking, like, if there's a you out there listening who's in this yeah. type of, like, fun and fast, like, what were some red flags before this big red flag to just be like, I should pump the brakes? I think he could tell that my mom didn't really, like, get a good vibe from him so he didn't really like my mom either so he would just yeah he would just like talk badly about my mother yeah a lot and it it was really like and my mom's a really nice lady she 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 has her she has her days but so does everybody else 
But, like, she, like, genuinely has my best, best interest. Like, I know she wouldn't just tell me something just to, like, fill my head up with smoke. Like, she has my best interest. And this, he would just be, like, saying awful things about her. Like, but that also ties into the end of the story. Okay. So, we'll get back into it. So, you get married. We get married. I go back home to Arlington. I start my last semester of school and we're just like having a long distance marriage and then boom COVID hits. Do your friends know that you're married? A few. Okay. A a very select few Mm -hmm. just like my super close friends and part of the part of the volleyball team I was on they knew but it wasn't like something I was very public about. Just because my parents have, like, a huge presence on social media, too. Like, they're always on it. Not, like, mm-hmm. a huge presence. But, like, they're... they're <laughs> my they're parents very, are influencers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They like to be on social media. So, like, I didn't put anything on social media about it. Like, it was very kept to myself. That must have been sad, though. Like, because, you know, as a young girl, you know, you think about, like, having your wedding and celebrating and doing all these things and having people be a part of it. Uh, that was, like, one of my biggest regrets with it is, like, so I'm married now. And, like, my first time being married was such a shit talk. Am I allowed to cuss on you? Of course. Okay, Everyone was... always asks that. And I'm like, this isn't Disney Channel. Like, yes, <laughs> please. It was such a shit time. Mm-hmm. So we got married. We were having our long distance marriage and then COVID hits and I'm like, oh, wow, I'm remote. This is a perfect time for me to go to Virginia and just spend time with my lovely husband. Uh So I go to Virginia. This was, it was like, it was over my spring break. So I guess it was March and it was when COVID started really, really ramping up and I was in Virginia and Virginia like completely shut down. So I thought I was going to be there for a week. I ended up being there for over like three months. Yeah, of course. And I like was losing my mind. What was his living situation? Like, what did you walk into? He still lived in the barracks, which is like military dorm rooms. Great. But his friend was deployed. So he was staying in his house. So I was staying in his friend's house with him. Okay. And then that's when the lovely day came. So he was at work. I was at his friend's house and I got on his laptop to watch Hulu. And then all of a sudden I just get these sexts pouring in on his laptop. He had a MacBook. and he What didn't kind of sexts? Like. Like nudes? Uh-huh. Of this 62-year-old woman. So your first... Because at this point, you don't know she's 62. So your first thing is what? Is there a message or is it a photo just of a woman here? Like, oh, you're in your 60s. So the first thing that popped up was a nude. Like, when I clicked the messages, it was his nude that came up. on like, Oh, his nude. dick. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, what the heck? So I started scrolling through and I was seeing, like, her nudes, too. And I was like, this is, I was like in shock. I was like, this is wrinkly. Like, this no is offense. This is older woman. But yeah. like, I was We're like. Th- older woman shaming. <laughs> yes. But I was like, this isn't anybody like remotely near my age. Yeah. So like, like I, I can't, school. objectively, you couldn't compete with this. Like this is no. not, you can't try to look like this person. Like, no, I can't age myself 40 years. Like exactly. that's honestly what hurt the most about it is because like. 
I was nothing like that. So I'm reading through all these messages. He's basically like begging her to send more stuff. And I'm just like completely in shock. I lock myself in the bathroom. I'm like crying on the floor in the bathroom. I'm like, what the hell did I just get myself into? Like, I am so like flustered, embarrassed, shocked. Like the amount of emotions going through my brain then. Probably, I mean, you were confused too. Yes. When you, so, when they started coming in, because if this was just like the middle of the day, so she sent a photo, was he replying from his phone? The messages were 13 days after we got married. So this was early February and I found out about all these messages in March. He hadn't been on his laptop. I like dug through his stuff and got his laptop out to watch Hulu. My so they're mis- all starting to pop up because yes. he hadn't opened his laptop. Oh my God, what an idiot. Yes, yeah, like <laughs> what an idiot. So I'm crying on the bathroom floor. Like I gathered myself, I quit crying. I'm just like, what? what the hell is happening? Like, what did I get myself into? Why did I do this? Like all those thoughts were just rushing through my mind. All I could hear is like my mom, like just being like, you gotta, you gotta do something about this. Like you, you probably should come home. But, um, I got in his car cause I didn't have my car there cause I flew there and it was the middle of COVID. So I got in his car, drove to the base Got onto the military base. <laughs> what did you say to security? Since I was married to him, I had a military ID. So I was okay. able to get into the base. They just let me on in. Let me in with literally mascara running down my face. Like, they were probably like, oh my god. Did what? you call a friend or anyone before you On the way in? there, I called the girl who I met, like, the girl's wedding who I was at, yeah. where I met him, I called her and I was like, what the fuck? Like, is this something he was known for? Because the girl's husband and him were roommates before he got tra- or he got stationed to Virginia. Okay. So basically she was just like, honestly, I'm not surprised. I mean, this isn't something I saw coming when you told me, cause like I was sending pictures of like the lady, like she was sending him like selfies and stuff. And I was like, okay, to give you a good picture of what she looked like, she looked like Jamie Lee Curtis from Freaky Friday. Got it. Totally doesn't look like you. No. For not, those listening and not seeing these clips, this uh, Kylie does not look like Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> and I was just like, had like the short bob haircut. Like I have extremely long blonde hair. Like I'm, nothing nothing do you remember what some of the messages said like the just like he really wanted to have sex with her in doggy style that's what he was really interested in doing and to this day i don't know if they actually did something oh and she was a high school teacher too at a local high school at a high school in northern virginia they met on tinder yeah, okay, so let's go back. So you're at the base, because I'm sure this is you're going to figure all this out. So yes. we'll figure it out with you. So I'm at the base. He is an instructor in the Marines. So basically how his job worked is he would get kids fresh out of boot camp, and they would like basically teach them how to guard embassies like overseas. So I am speeding through the military base. I'm pretty sure like the speed limit was... 
five miles an hour or 10 miles an hour or something. I'm literally going like 50 through the military base. I'm freaking out. Like I see him outside with the entire company and I like get out of the Jeep. I'm so close to hitting him with the Jeep. Like I came like, I'm pretty sure like two inches from hitting him with a Jeep. All I could think about was like, Kylie, it's not worth going to jail. Like it's really not worth going to jail. (laughs) And so I got out of the Jeep and I was like, crying spit was flying out of my mouth like I was like in shambles at this point like this was like the guy I genuinely thought in my crazy mind that I was going to spend the rest of my life with yeah you just married him yeah so I was like who the fuck is Amy like just freaking out like what the fuck are you doing and he's like I don't know Amy like he's trying to deny all of it like he's like I don't know what you're talking about like and I was like showing him the messages and he was like all right and okay and all of his people are right there yeah and I was like watch out everybody he's gonna fuck your grandma like I was (laughs) freaking out like I was so like inconsolable at this point like I probably looked like I needed to be sedated. They sent him home. So I am like freaking out, going through all the messages, like finding. So does even... he get in the car with you? Yeah. And I'm and like. And then does he admit it? He, he doesn't fully admit it, but he's like talking about it. Like he never says, like, oh yeah, I did that. But he's like, what'd you find? Like. Yeah, like, I want to hear you tell me it, not, like, I'm going to tell you, basically. So I'm scream crying while I'm, like, telling him all the shit I saw. And he's just, like, looking and, like, not talking back to me. And I just, like, could not fathom this. And I started going, like, I, I had his phone. Like, I was like, give me your phone. And I started going through his phone and all his Facebook messages. And, like, on my birthday, he was, like, messaging older women that he met at the bar on my birthday. Like, So it's not we were... just Amy? No, it was not just Amy. And was she the oldest? Yes. The, the lady he was messaging on my birthday was probably, like, in her late 40s. And he was just, like, telling her, like, how happy he was to meet her at the bar and how beautiful she was. And she didn't even respond, which is embarrassing to him. And I'm happy she didn't. What? (laughs) (laughs) Now we're at home together. Like, what goes down? So, I just, like, am still inconsolable. I kind of calm down. He kind of, like, tries to, like, talk himself out of it and just, like... Can I tell of, you how he met her? Yeah, he told me Tinder. Okay. I'm Did, I'm not completely sure if that's true. He said he met her on Tinder, which means he either met her before we started seeing each other or he had a Tinder while we were married. Did you look at his Tinder account? I literally looked through his bank accounts. I got all of his phone records. <laughs> I made him call his mom and tell her. Like, I did the whole enchilada with that. Um, I did look at his Tinder, and it didn't have anything from the time we started dating. But I still couldn't find her on it. So I really don't know how he met her. Or if, like... He's either lying about that or deleted it or who knows. probably something. How did he... When he was finally caught, 
I mean, how did he justify this affair while being married to you? Like, were you like, why did we get married? Yeah, I was just kind of like, like, why, why did we do this? If like, this is like, if you're into that, like, you can be into that. Like, you don't have to drag me along just to like, make it seem like you're not like, it's Mm -hmm. not that serious. Like, just be honest with me. And he wouldn't be honest with me about it. Like, I think he was really like ashamed of himself because of it. And like, he kind of used me as like, a beard basically yeah basically he used me as that and I was just like because the first thought that came to my head was like mommy issues like he has mommy issues but I've met his parents like multiple times and like his mom is amazing like well maybe that's why he wanted to be with an older woman probably like (laughs) had they met in person I don't know that he never answered that he would never really like he's told me he didn't but like the ex- they messaged for a long time and he told me like before we got together they were messaging too so i don't know if like they met so you would stay i mean because obviously you're an incredible sleuth because you then were able to go through all the back channels of his life but you would stand in front of him and beg him for answers that are objectively black and white and he just wouldn't give them to you he would kind of manipulate the situation he was just like we just did this so quick like I just got scared and like that was his answer to a lot of things and I was like yeah but like this is something we agreed to do like neither of us like dragged each other into the courtroom and we're like okay let's do this like it it didn't really seem like that like it was a really happy day when we were at the courthouse like it was like we went and got coffee after and we called that our honeymoon. Like it was just like a really happy, like sweet day. And then like, it seemed like the second that day happened, like he became a whole different person. Why were you staying at this point? Because I was staying in Virginia. Both my parents were immune compromised. Yeah. Oh, well, COVID then was a huge yeah. thing while you weren't and moving, I, which makes And sense. I didn't want to come home and tell them the reality of everything that just happened so I am a clown and tried to work it out with him and it's just not something you can get over easily especially with somebody who's not willing to talk about it like anytime I would try to bring it up to him he'd just be like why do you keep talking about it the more you talk about it the more it's on your mind and I'm just like so did he want to move on yes he wanted to stay together and just mend the relationship but not actually mend it Yeah, he just wanted me to forget about it, basically. And, I mean, I would have loved to have done that. That would have been amazing, but that's just not something you can do. Yeah. So, I, um, his friend got back. His friend was basically like, okay, y'all need to go. Like, his friend was also in the middle of a divorce, and he was trying to sell the house, too. We ended up staying with another, like, couple And the girl was in school to become a psychologist. So I came over there a mess. And like the whole time she was just like, it felt like she was just trying to like read me and like give me advice. Yeah. Yeah. And like, that is not what I needed in that moment. I just needed a friend. And like, I didn't have any friends there besides this one girl named Olivia, there, there needs to be a lot more Olivia's in the world because I love her. But, um, so, but this was kind of before I started hanging out with Olivia. Um, so her name, we'll just call her Kimberly. 
So she is um, getting her master's, becoming a psychologist, and... um, You were her test subject. Basically so. Like, the whole time I just felt like I was being judged by her because she was such good friends with my ex that, like, I... She felt... It felt like she felt I was overreacting in every sense. Were you guys still hooking up? You don't have to answer that. I'm just curious. (sighs) Very... Like, emotionally, I just can't imagine doing that. I hadn't in a very long time. And we weren't even, like, sleeping in the same bed. Like, it was like we were very much, like, roommates. Got it. So we ended up staying with Kimberly and... um, Mitchell. Yeah, Mitchell. Mitchell was a really nice guy. He's kind of stupid, but he's so sweet. Like, one of those, like, aw. Yeah. Like, you're so stupid. (laughs) And Kimberly is just one of those people who just thinks she's smarter than everybody else. Like, knows everything in the world. And... They seem like a good couple together then. Yeah, they were extremely good. But, like, it was in the middle of COVID, so I didn't have a job. Like, nobody was hiring. So I was at their house literally all day just sulking because I couldn't go anywhere. Everything was closed. The only place I could go to was this park. And it was like my crying park. Like I would go to this park and just cry. Like (laughs) saying that makes me sound so miserable, but I really was that miserable. Yeah. I mean, you were, that's fair. Kimberly just like, it did not seem like Kimberly liked me. And like, I just felt like so alone in that house. Like I needed a girlfriend and like, when my ex would get home from work like we would just fight because like I want to talk about things with him and he just like refused to talk about it with me and it would just make me really upset and I would just start fights all the time with him we finally get an apartment together and we move out and things started getting a little better because I wasn't like stuck in that house with the shrink who wanted to use me as you yes and Wait, when you were like on the phone with your mom during this time though are you just like lying the whole time yeah I'm just pretending okay. I'm okay and then um but before I had we moved into the apartment together I had a breakdown and called my sister and told her everything and me and my sister wow. are extremely close and she was just like you're a fucking idiot and I'm like I know <laughs> But that's kind of, like, the relationship we have. Like, she says that out of love, you know? So my sister knew everything that was going on now. So I kind of had her as an outlet for things, which was super nice. But it, like, she was still living a thousand miles away. And I just, like, was so alone. Needed a friend. Yeah. Enter Olivia. Enter Olivia. Olivia was married to one of my ex's friends. And they worked together. And so... Olivia also graduated the same time I did and we weren't working at the same time. So we just kind of like leaned on each other, it seemed like. And we just became really, really good friends. And she hated my ex. She was like, I see right through this. Like, this is not good. And she was like, she was one of those friends that was like so supportive, but wouldn't straight up tell me like, you need to leave him because she knew that was like a decision I needed to make for myself. But she was just like kind of hinting to me like, girl, you, you, that's not good. Like, that's not a good thing to be in. So when I had found out my ex was looking at his ex's OnlyFans, I went and stayed at Olivia's house for a really long time. 
How did he justify that one? He was just like, I was showing people it. And I was like, first of all, why would you show people that? Like, isn't that illegal? Anyways, that was... I would periodically go stay with Olivia because me and my ex just couldn't reconcile. This is now 2021. I had tried to make it work with him. Come July, he had actually proposed to me. So we had- Last been- July. No, not last July. It was 2021. Well- This is 2022. Oh, shoot. No, it was 2020. 2020. Okay. I, I was going to say, you got head. remarried and had a kid all in the last- 360 days well yeah but not okay (laughs) (laughs) okay we'll get there um so he finally proposed to me I was ecstatic I thought like this was going to be a turning point in our relationship like I was so happy but the thing is is he proposed to me at my crying park because he was like this park means so much to you you come to it all the time I was like (laughs) Did you cry? I did not cry at all when he proposed to me. I, in my heart, I knew like this wasn't. Yeah. This wasn't like a thing. And if you don't, if you're not crying at the crying park, you know something's off. (laughs) Yes. And like his sister was there and his little niece was there. And I absolutely adored his like family. Like I thought they were amazing. But I just don't understand how they like had him. Like, so we got engaged. Um. We had multiple fights from the duration. At this point, do you tell your mom? Yes, that we were engaged. Yes. I, okay. I posted pictures on Instagram. I was like, just like pretending to be so happy. Like on Instagram, you would think I was the happiest person in the world. And that was totally not the case. That's shocking because Instagram is usually incredibly authentic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, from July to December... I was like planning a wedding that I knew I wasn't going to have basically. Like I was just, mm-hmm. I wasn't Going really the planning it either because like I knew I wasn't going to go through. Like the only thing I like planned out was like the venue. Like I booked the venue. I didn't plan anything else. And my wedding was supposed to be um, that coming November. What were you waiting for at this point? An out. It seemed like. Because, like, we would get in so many arguments, and at one point, he threw my wedding ring in the toilet. Because, like, all I wanted to do was just, like, figure out, like, I was just starting fights. Like, I really was just starting fights. Because I just wanted to, like, understand, like, why he did what he did to me, and he wasn't giving me anything. And that was. So, when you say you were looking for an out, like, were you looking for the biggest fight or, like. Yeah, probably. Like, I was starting fights just to feel like I had a reason, a good enough reason to end a marriage and leave him. So, like, I would just keep starting fights just to get him to talk to me about it, but he would never, like, really talk to me about it. Like, it was just, like, circles with him. Like, he would never fully, like, admit to it. He would just, like, say, like, you saw what you saw, like, basically, like, tough shit. And I'd just be like, Okay, that's amazing. Good. Great. Great for me. And meanwhile, he was, like, alienating me from my entire family. Like, he would, like, say things to me, like, every terrible thing about your mom you're exactly like. Like, stuff like that. Yeah, like, really just, like, shitty stuff. And, like, nothing's, like, terrible about my mom either. Like, she's a really nice lady. (laughs) (laughs) Just one thing we've learned today is your mom's really nice. She has her days. She's really great. (laughs) 
Yes. He was like, we're going to see my family over Christmas, but we had planned to go see my family because we hadn't seen them. I hadn't seen them the entire time I moved from Texas to Virginia. And I like am extremely close to them. So I was just like really, really, really upset about that. So he like bought tickets for us. He was going to surprise me with them, but like, he was like, not change of plans. We changed the tickets to go to Chicago to see his family. And that like crushed me, but I was just kind of like, okay, let's make the best of it. It's Christmas. Like we get to spend time with like your niece and nephew and like get to be around kids for Christmas. Cause I feel like when you're just around adults, it's kind of like taking the fun, like out of like kids opening presents and stuff. We go to Chicago and this was my breaking point with him. This is when I knew like I was just completely done. So he would have dreams about me cheating on him, okay? And he wouldn't talk to me for the rest of the day. Even though he was the one who cheated on you yeah. with a 62-year-old woman. Yeah. And then he wouldn't talk. Okay. That's wildly <laughs> confusing for you. because he, 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 So he's not going to talk to you about why he cheated, but then he's going to shun you for cheating in a dream and not yes. talk about it? Yes. Great. So he is Mexican, and his parents spoke primarily Spanish. So I can kind of like, I can understand what people are saying. I just like can't talk in Spanish. So I would need him there to like translate like the words. And so um, he was upstairs at his parents' house and I was like, hey, can you come downstairs? Like, I really want to like spend time with your parents. It's New Year's Eve. Like, let's go have a good time. And he wouldn't talk to me because he had a bad dream. So I was like, come down and talk to me. Like, Let's go have a good time. And he literally would not budge. Like, he was just like, I don't feel good. I don't want to come down there. Like, I don't want to talk to you right now. And I was just like, dude, come on. So I, like, tried to lay in bed with him. And I was like, can I have my side of the bed? Like, I had shoulder surgery my junior year of college. I got my rib removed. I don't know if you can see a Mm. scar because I I played. Not really, but I believe it. I played volleyball for a super long time. And so, like, I can only sleep on one side, like, super comfortably. So I was like, I'll lay with you. Like, can I have my side back? And he was like, no. And I was like, all right. So I just kind of, like, forced myself to lay there. And he flipped out on me. He was like, everything that's terrible terrible about your mom, you're exactly like. You're such a bitch just like her. Just, like, going in on me. And, like, just, like, using my mom, which I don't know why he, like, why that was. was in the dream? Exactly. Like, I don't know why it was always his tactic to, like, throw my mom in my face. Like, so I came back and I was just like, well, your mom kisses your ass. And that's literally all I said to him. And he was like, get the fuck out of this house. Get out. He was like enraged, like going crazy. And mind you, we're in Chicago. It's nine degrees. And he kicked me out of his parents' house. And Were his parents home when this happened? Did everyone hear the fight? Everyone had gone to sleep at this point. So I don't know if they heard So he it. kicked you out at night? Yes. In nine degree weather. It was New Year's like Eve. Like Chris, New Year's Eve. Okay. Yeah. And so. Where did you go? I packed up my shit and I called an Uber and I left. And I went Where to did the, you go? I went yeah. to the airport and I went back to Virginia. But before I packed all my shit, I called my mom and I was just like, I laid it all out for her. I was like, this is what's happening. This is what I did. I need to come home immediately. And she was like, I am so happy you are coming home. Like, come home right now. So 
I hotboxed the entire apartment because he hated weed so much. So I was literally doing everything he hated nice. <laughs> before I left. Because he was still in um, Chicago and I left him and he was like begging me not to go. He was like, please don't leave. Like what I said was really fucked up. I'm really sorry. I shouldn't have kicked you out. And I was like, you literally kicked me out in nine degree weather. Like, for a bad dream. For a bad dream and for me saying your mom kisses your ass, which I mean, she kind of did. But like you can sit there and like talk all the shit about my mother. But the second I say something to you, it's like World War fucking three, man. Like it was, oh my God. And so, so before I decided to leave him, I wanted to kind of sneak out of the apartment. So I was working at this time also, and my boss was really awesome and transferred me from like the Virginia Beach office to the Houston office of our company. And so I was like going to start working at the Houston office. I had told my ex that I was going to start working and that I was leaving the week after I was actually going to leave. So while he was at work, I was going to sneak out because he would have made it a huge deal. Like he would have got it flipped out. So I got all my stuff together. I was staying in the guest room at this point. Like we did not sleep in the same bed for a very long time. Unless it was like at his parents' house. Cause then we had to like make believe that we were like, Oh, we're yeah. so happy. Yay. But no, we fucking weren't. Um, so I go to sleep one night and I wake up like in the middle of the night and I go out into our kitchen. So, like, there was a room on this side and a room on this side. And our apartment, like, they were on opposite sides. And the kitchen and living room were in the middle of it. So, I go out in the kitchen and I see this lady on the couch. And I'm like, oh, God, what's going on here? And this man's mother pops up from the couch. And she's like, please don't leave my son. He's a good man. And I'm like, you've got your fucking mom here to do your goddamn dirty work, dude. Was this before or after Christmas? This was after. So this was like, I flew back to Virginia after he kicked me out. And I was like getting all my stuff ready to like make my escape. Got it. And you had told him like, I'm out of here in like two weeks, but really you were out of here in one week. Yeah. I was starting to gather my things. And that's when I think he first kind of realized like, okay, she's probably going to leave soon. And so I think he told his mom that I was going to leave soon. So, like, she came the night before I was supposed to leave in the morning. And he called off work that day, too. So, like, they were there when I was trying to leave. And she was, like, begging me not to leave him. And he was, like, crying and, like, saying, like, he wanted me. How did you end up leaving? I just said, fuck y'all. And she, like... His mom, like, it pissed me off so bad that she came. And, like, it sucked because I loved her so much. But she made me so angry that she was, like, trying to involve herself in this. Yeah. Did she know he had cheated on you with... See, that's the thing I don't know. Because he told me, he told them. But, like, I I couldn't really understand their conversation. So I don't know if Mm -hmm. he really, like, told her everything. Yeah, I doubt it. So I just was, like really pissed off about that I was loading up my car I literally just left with everything that would fit into my car and I drove 20 hours straight to Texas I was literally like blacked out from anger like I was so angry that he was like trying to stop me and his mom was involved 
that I just drove straight home for 20 hours. Oh my God. That's not, I mean, it's not safe, but I'm glad you made it safely. <laughs> yeah, me too. And then my, my parents still didn't know that I was married to him until a letter from my lawyer came to their house because I was living with them. <laughs> and she was like, were you married? And I was like, no. She was like, were you married? And I was like, no, I just applied oh, for no. I, I just applied for a job with them. And she was like, that's not how that works. And that was kind of the end of that. And then I ended up telling her I was married. And was she upset about it? She wasn't upset about it. She was just kind of like, I feel like she was annoyed. Like she was just like. So did you proceed with getting a divorce? Like, did you file for a divorce? Yes. So I filed for divorce. He refused to sign any papers. Like he made the divorce last forever. Like, like he would not sign any papers, like anything to help the process move along faster. He refused to do like what, what made him do it in the end? Like what was the final? So in the state of Texas, if you don't sign any papers, it basically just defaults and you're granted a divorce. So I got divorced in the state of Texas because I knew he was going to do that. Yeah. Like my friend would, my friend Olivia would tell me like, she was just like, he's telling people he's not going to sign any papers. So I was like, well. So is he still married to you in Virginia? No. Okay. So you got married in Texas. No, we got married in Virginia, but you can get divorced in any state. Okay. Since I was still like a resident of Texas, like I could get a divorce in Texas. And when was that? When was the divorce final? The divorce was, I filed for divorce when I came back in January and it was final in about June or July. And I had met my husband. I was going to say, how do we lead into the fact that then you meet another guy, get married, and have a kid? So I met my now husband on Tinder. (laughs) I moved back home and I like didn't talk to anybody for two months because I was like mortified. I was like, I literally just came home, broke off an engagement. Like, I don't want anybody knowing I'm home. So I would like set my like Tinder preferences to like Houston and I live in like League City. So I was like, he was actually the first guy I met off Tinder because he was a college athlete and I wasn't going to meet some random guy. I couldn't Google because you can Google college athletes. Mm -hmm. So I met him and like, I was just, I would, I literally just wanted to hook up with him. Like I was like, I do not want a relationship after that traumatic era of my life so we literally were just I thought we were just hooking up and then one day I told him we were at a party and I was like hey your teammate keeps on like messaging me on tinder and he was like why are you still on tinder and I was like what do you mean why am I still on tinder so yeah that's when we kind of decided but um a few months into us dating we got pregnant and Oh, got it, got it. But he's actually the one, so. You like him. <laughs> yeah, he's really awesome. And, and he's not cheating on you with a 62-year-old woman. No, I think he's kind of scared to. Yeah. After the stories I told him. Yeah. So And maybe he's not into 62-year-old women. I don't think so. I hope not. Does your mom like him? She's obsessed with him. She, oh, my God. Like, if we were to get a divorce... I'm pretty sure she would pick him over me. Like, she's obsessed with him. Anytime I'm, like, on his ass about something, she's like, Kylie, be nice. And I'm like, shut up, woman. So you guys have been together for a year? Mm -hmm. How old's your child? 
Uh, we've been together a year. My child is three months old. So we got pregnant really quick. Yeah, and then you got married. Or you're not married. Are you married? We got married a week before my child came. Okay. Did you do it for the kid situation or because? Yeah, kind of. I mean, we had like this little white trash wedding. It was kind of funny. Like I was super pregnant in a wedding dress and it was like on a farm. But you finally got to have a wedding. Yeah. A public wedding. Yeah. It was, it was pretty cute, but it all worked out, I guess you could say. Okay. The question I ask, if I or any of these listeners were to pop up in your town, where should we go to eat? Main Street Bistro. So what town are you in in Texas? League City, Texas. League City, Texas. Main Street Bistro. What do you get there? What's the go-to meal? So I like their chicken sandwich because I'm just basic or I like their, um, it's like the salmon plate. They're kind of pricey. It's like a fancier restaurant. Um, But my husband gets their redfish and it looks really good and he gets their pesto pasta. And I just drink a bunch of wine there. Sounds great. That's really great. Main Street Bistro. Yeah. Okay. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and follow the podcast wherever it is you listen to it so that we can bring you more unexpected stories by ordinary people. And if you didn't like the episode, forget what I just said and just please don't tell anyone. <laughs>